It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. In this episode, we're getting a little bit festive as we chat about Let It Snow, the YA short story compilation by Maureen Johnson, John Green, and Lauren Miracle. It might sound a little bit familiar if you're on Netflix on a regular basis. It's been made into a movie, so we do a little comparison of the book and the film and see if the adaptation lives up to the 2008 stories. Pour yourself a gingerbread latte, grab some festive snacks, and let's get into it. What are you currently reading? Um, I am very Christmassy at the moment. I have my mince pie yeah. sat here for after the show. Yes. And I have my Christmas tree yes. sitting there all lit up and everything. And it's all festive. And I just have my advent calendar chocolate. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually am currently reading the... I bought two Christmas books last year. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I'm going to read Christmassy books and it's Christmas. And I only read one. Yep. So I'm reading the other one this year. Which is The Christmas Party by Carol Matthews. And I haven't started it yet. So I'm not technically I'm not currently reading yes. it, but I'm about to currently uh-huh. read it. But um, it sounds great. It sounds like just your cheesy Christmassy boy meets girl. Perfect. There's a Christmas party, yeah. and I'm sure it'll be good. At least like you know, making it a little bit more festive. Yes, I'm excited to get stuck into that. Cool. For Christmas. I've just picked up Queen of Nothing by Holly Black. Um, and this is the third book in the Cruel Prince series, which she started a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it recently, one of the ones that looks really pretty on the shelf. <laughs> um, because they all match. Uh, yeah, so this is the third book and it's, uh, Holly Black is like queen of fairies. Um, and also I discovered recently that she actually has like fairy ears. Wait, what? Yeah, so she got, like, I don't know, ear implants or whatever. Oh, my God. And um, they're, like, yeah, slightly pointed. So she's gone, like, hardcore. Damn, that's dedication to your books. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoyed The Cruel Prince and The Wicked King was the second one. Um, And there was something kind of quite dramatic at the end of The Wicked King. So I'm very excited to actually read Queen of Nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes, and while it's not a Christmassy book, the cover is white and kind of snowy, <laughs> which is Northern Hemisphere Christmas, even though I'm, like, suffering under the heat right now. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Cool. So let's get to it. Woo-hoo. Let it snow. Let it snow. Even though it's not snowing here, although it is terrible weather outside right yeah, now. Yeah, um, it's not here. It's like 1,000% humidity and like overcast and it's disgusting. Uh, it's also warm here. It's just chucking it down. Although the thunderstorms stopped, which is great. Good. So we're chatting today about uh, Let It Snow, which is the book by John Green, Maureen Johnson and Lauren Miracle. And it's three holiday romances, the front of my book says. Well, that makes sense. Um, and they sort of kind of connect a little bit throughout the stories and then at the end of the episode we will chat about the movie and whether it lived up to the book or our thoughts spoilers no it didn't on both. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it did not yeah um so the first one in the book is uh the jubilee express by Maureen ah, johnson that makes sense um and the very first line is it was the night before christmas <sighs> 
So, you know, it gets it gets you really yeah. straight away yeah. for a Christmassy book. Amazingly, my first comment about this was, how do you pronounce... Is it Floby or Flobby? Oh, I have no idea. I think I was going with Floby. I, I wanted them to confirm it in the movie, but they didn't. They changed the t- title of the yeah, thing. Which was wise, because they probably didn't know either. I pronounced it Floby because Flobby yeah. sounds funny. <laughs> it doesn't sound I think real. I, would, I think I did Floby as well. So this is the Floby village, which is like a Santa village, which has lots of little parts, and you can collect all the buildings. We all know the kind of things. They're like all the... I was going to say the garden centres have them. We don't have garden centres, do we? We've got garden centres. Oh, we have like palmers, but we don't have palmers down here. I feel like I haven't seen a garden centre in a while. You do live in the centre of the city. Yeah, yeah, I know. Our garden centre is the like tiny shelf in Bunnings. It made me festive because it reminded me of like the garden centres uh-huh. that I would visit during yeah. Christmas because of the little snow scenes and stuff. But yeah, it was really cute. But I had serious problems with the story. Go. In that it was really adorable, but also really creepy at the same time. Like, how old is this book? Um, I think 2011. So not actually that old, because like... Uh, 2008. 2008. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Because like, Stranger Danger, would you like casually go home with some random person you have met and then live with them for Christmas? No. It's just... No, I would not. It stressed me out, and I feel like if I was Jubilee, I would be having, like, so many panic panic attacks just from the whole experience of, like, her parents are in jail, she has to go on a long trip to her grandparents in Florida on Christmas Eve... The train crashes, and then she's stuck in this tiny town that's not actually that far from her home. So, like, uh, yeah. yeah. And then it's freezing. She goes home with a stranger that she's just met. She then falls in a frozen stream, freezes herself to almost death, and then goes to a stranger's house where the stranger's mum sees you naked, yeah, and then ships you with her son, and then... The stranger convinces you to break up with your boyfriend of 12 months just so he can get with you and you do it. And yep. it's just, I have a lot of problems. <laughs> the whole thing, yes, was very... Like, if yeah. you don't think about it, it's really yeah, adorable. Exactly. I was like, it's a really cute story, but don't think too hard about it. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, it just, it made me a little anxious just reading it. It was really adorable and it was probably my favourite story out of the three. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it was probably one of my favourites too. Um, also, like, their names, like, Jubilee, hilarious how she was named after Jubilee Hall from the yes. Floby Santa Village. Like, good one, parents. But also Stuart. I feel like Stuart isn't that weird a name at the moment, It's really. not a weird name, but I feel like he's a teenager, right? How many Stuarts yeah. do you know between the ages of, like, 13 and... 23. I feel like at least two. Really? Yes. Are you kidding me? No. I don't know if I've ever met a young Stuart. I went to primary school with a Stuart, so he would be our age now. You're well, my yeah, age yeah. now. Yeah. Um, unless something tragic happened and I didn't hear about it and he doesn't exist anymore. Um, yes. And I feel like I know another one. Huh, okay. But I definitely know one. All right. But I feel like I, I know more. I feel like there was one in my uni. I swear there was one in my uni. But I can't remember him. And I can't picture his face. Oh, yeah. So. Worthwhile knowing. 
I definitely know a Stuart. Okay. That is my Strange. age. Okay, maybe I've just never met any, so like any names are like, what? Stuart? All right, good. Fun. Excellent. Ignore yeah. me then. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm saying it is a weird name. It's just not as weird as like Jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the Jubilee side of things, parents name their kids really weird things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like Santa if you met someone called Jubilee, you wouldn't probably question it anymore. No. And I don't see why she felt she had to go by Julie. No. It's like, that is a very big downgrade in It name. is. No offense to Julie's, but... It is, yeah. And Jubilee's only one extra syllable. Like, you can slip the B in there. It's fine. I, I don't think that was the problem. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, it's not... Like, it's not a lot to say, Jubilee. No, it's not, it's not like a shortened version. It's literally she wants to change her name and for some reason she makes it slightly the same as what her current proper name yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that she would, like, go by a different name, but, like, I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. I don't know. I have a few problems yeah. with things. <laughs> also hilarious that the story starts off with her parents, like, going to jail. Just because they're standing in line for yeah. the, the Floby village to get the last piece or whatever the piece they want that year. But you really send them to jail on Christmas I Eve know. for just like... Being a little bit raucous outside a store. Yeah. I'm sure that happens a lot of times and a lot of occasions. I guess if it's a small town. Is it a small but town? No. Where does she live? Although, wait, wait where did they go? To th- they travelled to somewhere, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they travel to like... The capital of the state kind of thing? Oh, yeah. No, you're right. That's right. That's right. They go to somewhere. Okay, so they live in Richmond, Virginia, um, which is like 50 miles away from wherever the Floby shop is. Yeah. I don't know where they go to, but... Yeah, so... Yeah, okay, so they're in jail in a different city. That's right. And the neighbor's like, you gotta go to your grandparents. And she's like, what? Why? Your parents are crazy. Oh, yep, checks out. <laughs> yeah. Um. To be honest, I forgot about the whole Noah thing. Noah is her boyfriend. Yeah. I just yeah. forgot about that whole situation. So that's good. It's because it's not, like, a big part of it. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, it is weird. Because they're such short stories, like, you can't add that much stuff into them. No. Without some of it feeling irrelevant and doesn't need to be there. Exactly. And I got confused, like, later on about... Because she meets Jeb on the train. Yeah. But then he's not even the person who's, like, the main person Yeah, because you expect, the them, story. like, Jubilee and Jeb to get together. Yeah. And suddenly she leaves and she meets Stuart. And it's like, okay, maybe these guys are meant to oh, get wait. together. Oh, Yeah. Like, I feel like the whole Jeb situation on the train was way longer than it needed to be, considering it was just, like, a connecting yeah, character yeah. throughout the three Definitely. stories, if you see what I mean. Like, he wasn't going to be, like, a main character in Jubilee's story. No. So he his part on the train could have been a lot shorter. The part where he uses her phone is important, but they don't yeah. need to share a pizza together. No. Before he uses her phone. So yeah, like they d- they didn't need that mm. whole yeah. It could have been thing chopped. I did love the quote that I sent to you though, that Debbie had to get up and slice me a thick piece of cake before she could answer, and I do mean thick. 
Harry Potter volume seven thick. Yes. I'm like, yes. yes, I can see how thick that cake yeah, is in yeah, my head. That is a big bit of cake. Yeah. Yes. I mean, definitely. Was it hardcover or paperback though? That's the question. Oh, that is the question. Still thick either way. Still, yeah. Yes, that's a big bit of cake. I also forgot about the whole falling in the stream thing. Yeah. I was like, why would you... Okay, that's cold. Didn't really need it, really. No, yeah, yes. I guess it's hard to make a short story detailed enough that the characters have backstories and it feels like a well-rounded story. Yeah. Without adding too much fluff that you don't actually need. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to still got to flow nicely. Yeah. If they just kind of you can't just kind of jump from one thing home, to the home. It's a yeah. bit like, oh, maybe she could have just walked home to her yeah. house <laughs> if it wasn't that bad. Yeah, exactly. Like give her an extra plastic bag and she'd be fine. <laughs> also, okay, so again, it's this whole short story thing. But how quick characters get together? Yes, it's like hello, you met like today. You met, like, literally, like, two hours ago. You have showered and now are playing mousetrap and now you're kissing each other. Exactly. Like, what? 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 Like, like <laughs> how are you... Eat? Like, I know technically she broke up with her boyfriend before she kissed him, but, like, how quickly do you move on slash feel like you've got over the person you've been dating for a year in order to kiss someone, a random person? A random person in the middle of nowhere... Well, it's at Edda's house now, but you know. Yeah, like I, if they were like in a club and they were drinking and it was like a Christmas party kind of thing and it was like a little kiss. Yeah. Fine. Maybe. But if you're in the stranger's house and you're planning on staying there overnight, don't. It's just very unrealistic. Unless people do this in real life and I'm just very unaware of it. And then props to you, I guess. But, you know, on the whole... I personally wouldn't Probably do it. Probably not. No. Neither. I personally would have been crying on the train. <laughs> I would not have left the train no. to begin with. No, I would not have left the train. I would be stressing out, probably asleep by now. Not kissing some random stranger I met in a waffle house. Yeah, the whole situation's slightly odd. However, don't go into the details and it's quite a cute yes. story. Yes. It was enjoyable if you so don't cute. think about it too much. Yes, yeah. yeah. So the second one is A Cheertastic Christmas Miracle by John Green. <laughs> and I was looking forward to this one because, you know, John Green. It's good times. I feel like it didn't feel very John Greeny. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was kind of every page, I was kind of waiting for that, oh, this is a John Green yeah. book kind of moment. And it could have been written by any YA author. Yeah. Really. Yeah, like the first one you could kind of, see a little bit of Maureen in it yeah you could yeah like yeah. I've only read two of her books but you kind of get that vibe whereas I've read many John Green books and I yes. didn't get anything I would go so far as to say I've read all the John Green books now <laughs> now that I've read this one um I still have John Grayson Will, Will, Will Grayson Will Grayson yeah that's the book eh? yeah yeah yeah, yeah I still got that one to go well, you're nearly there. I know, I'm nearly there. And it still didn't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just a bit, eh. Like, I thought the Duke and Tobin were already dating at the start, so the ending wasn't surprising at all. 
Yeah. Like, when they're on the couch together, I was like, oh, yeah, they're dating. And they're like, oh, buddies. Oh, okay. Well, they're going to uh, get together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a story of um, Tobin, um, the Duke, or Angie as her real name is, and JP. And they're trying to get to the Waffle House where their friend... What's his name? Uh, Kian? Yeah, Kian is, is because there's all these cheerleaders who have got off the train that Jubilee was on yep. in the previous story, and they've all flooded into the Waffle House, and Kion's like, you guys get here because there's cheerleaders. Boys go crazy for cheerleaders. So Tobin and the Duke and JP are trying to get to the Waffle House. But there's a there's lot, a of, lot snow. of snow. And basically, they can't get there. And it's tricky. Also, there are twins. Bully twins. Yeah. Did they need to be um, in it? I don't know. I don't know. It kind of did add to it the did. fun. Yeah. yeah. I guess. It wouldn't be that exciting if they just drove straight to the Waffle House and just had some yeah, fun with th- cheerleaders. Yeah, that's true. There wouldn't be a story. No. No. It's the the thrill of the thrill adventure. of the cheerleader chase. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I do like the quote from JP, which was... Um, but I have to balance the need to hurry with the need to yes. look fabulous. I'm like, I feel that a lot. Uh, yes. I'm like, don't rush me. I need yeah. to be fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. But also I hate being late. So yes, there's also that. I will say this one did make me very hungry because of all the descriptions of the waffles and the hash browns that they were going to eat when they got there. Yes. There's a lot of hash browns happening in this one. Yes. I was definitely craving hash browns after this. If you went to a waffle house, would you really go for hash browns? No, you would go for waffles. Yes. Sure. But I guess if it's your regular place and you're not that much into waffles. And you know they do And there are other things on the menu, then yeah, I guess so. But waffles! Waffles, yeah. The whole tinfoil guy thing. Yes. So there's a character who like shows up in each of the stories who's kind of like the town weirdo and he wears a big tinfoil hat. Is it just a hat or is it his whole uh, body? No, it's like his whole body. Okay, so his whole body is covered in tinfoil and everyone just kind of accepts that that's tinfoil guy and that's yep. who he is. But he does... He is in the first one, because eh, Jubilee sees him Waffle at the house. Yeah. Waffle House. Yeah. yeah, and then... But I feel like he's a little bit more in it in the next one. Maybe mentioned more. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe it's about the I same. I don't know. I can't remember. My, my movie and book mem- memory is yeah, kind of exactly. merging into one. But he does pop up a yeah. lot in all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, because he's at the um, the Duke and Duchess. Duchess? Duchess. <laughs> Duchess. Duke and Duchess. Yeah. Yeah. He does good yeah, around, doesn't he? Yeah, he really does. It's because he's got a tow yeah. truck, right? Yeah. And he wants to go and tow stuff. No, he doesn't want to tow stuff because he doesn't want to tow stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last note on this story, because I didn't actually write that much about it, because uh, I didn't feel much about it, but um, I said, is this book just filled with idiotic adventures that real people should not have because they're dangerous, or am I just like a worrywart and anxious? And <laughs> Possibly both. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, possibly both. Also, how old are these kids? Like 16, 17? 17, 18, yeah, okay, yeah. 16, yeah. Old enough to drive. That's true, that's true. And just to be out in a snowstorm, just hanging about. Yeah, it's like, they all conveniently had their parents sent away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, because if you have parents there, they would not be letting you go on these crazy adventures. Although I guess... 
You could be doing worse things than just going and trying to get to a Waffle House. I mean, yes. But also... But also, he, like, totaled the car almost and... Yes. They almost froze to death and... Yes. And also, you probably should just stay in your warm house. Yes. Like... You're gonna get a cold. A cheerleader's even, like, that good, really, to bother leaving your house in a snowstorm when you have, like, movie marathon going on? I know, yeah. Like, just continue watching James Bond and ignore the cheerleaders and snog your girlfriend who you're about to get with anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see that coming. Yeah. With snacks. With snacks, And, yes. like, blankets and stuff. Yeah, just make hash browns at home. Yes. Surely, if you love hash browns, there should be some in the freezer. Yeah. Like, I have hash browns in the freezer. I would yeah, just make same. hash browns and watch James Bond. Like, Yeah. That sounds lovely, actually. <laughs> Crack plan. Let's do that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We interrupt this program to eat hash browns. Uh, yes, that that was all I had on that story because I didn't feel much about it. I just kind of got through it, and it wasn't as sweet or like ah as John Green can be. Yeah, like there's no. It wasn't adorable. It wasn't yeah. even that festive for a Christmassy book. No, that's true. Um, also the, um, I feel like in a lot of John Green's books, he's got like excellent quotable one-liners or, you know, things that end up on, on cute prints. Yeah. And. Yes. The takeover of the internet. Yeah, exactly. And people like tattoo them on themselves. And while like, I like, I liked that quote about being fabulous and hurrying at the same time. Yes. I wouldn't tattoo them myself. There was only one. No, exactly. (laughs) Or even bother making a print about it. (laughs) Not quite the classic John Green no, no. Like a, story. Yeah. However, it was 2008, so that's like oh, 11 years ago. How many books had he written before that? This is what I'm wondering. Shall I Google it? You know, like how artists have a discography? Discography? Do, bo- do book people have that? Like, a bookography. A, that's what I typed in! <laughs> <laughs> um... Looking for Alaska was 2005. Oh, yeah, okay. And that was his first one. That was his first one. Um, Abundance of Catherine's was 2006. Okay. And then... I think this was his third. Uh, okay. Yes, because he wrote this in 2008, and he also wrote did uh, Paper Towns in 2008. So it's either okay. his third or fourth book. I do feel like there are more quotable things in... The later books. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely gets into his vibe. Namely, Fault in Our Stars. And even Turtles. Yeah. There's some good quotes as well. Yeah. He definitely yeah. gets more into the John Green vibe the further he writes. Yeah. I feel like um, Looking for Alaska and Abundance of Catherine's weren't my favourite either. No, exactly. Yeah, me either. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. We're just a fan of old John yeah. Green. <laughs> older in age, if not older in book age. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, are we? Is that what we are? Yes. Okay, so the last story in this book is called The Patron Saint of Pigs, and it's by Lauren Miracle. And I was just looking up... Um, God, she's, she's written, written a lot. She has written a lot. However, I've read exactly zero of her other things, because I think they they're look mostly... They like kids' books. Um, kids in yeah. middle grade, yeah. Well, that kind of explains the story a little bit. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a couple of... Uh, like the infinite moment of us is YA, kind of your classic yeah. young adult romance, contemporary kind of grooves. But yeah, all the rest, I hadn't even heard of her until yeah this book. 
Is that bad? Neither, I don't know. But I guess if she has wrote that, wrote that much, then she deserves to be with these other two authors. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the fact that her name is like Lauren Miracle and it's like a book about Christmas and miracles and <laughs> is really cute. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it is really cute. I feel like just the pace of the entire thing was just annoying to me. Like, like Addie, like Addie was introduced and was crying and about her boyfriend, blah 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 blah, and then suddenly, oh yeah, you're getting you're you're getting your friend a pig, and it's like what? It's like yeah. Then there was this whole pig backstory. It's like what what is happening? She was just crying about her boyfriend, and now we're having a pig. And now we're I'm having so a pig. Confused. Uh, yes, there were definitely things in this book. Yes, this there were story. things in the story. <laughs> there were things in the story, and I didn't love it. I think by this stage, I was getting a bit, I was just a bit meh. Yeah, yeah. And so... I was really waiting for it to, like, excite me. Yeah. And then... Unfortunately, that was not the case. Because of the pace, it was like the first two thirds of the story was, like, really boring. And then it got interesting, and then it was over. Like, there was, like, three pages of fun stuff at the end where they all met up and did the thing. And then it's like, if you're going to give her the end with all the fun stuff... The rest of the story should yes. be good yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, because they end so it's Eddie and Tegan and Dory who are three friends. Is it who is the one who loves the pig? Dory, Tegan. Tegan. So yeah, Tegan Dory and Eddie pig. are the ones getting her the pig. Getting her the pig. Yeah. Um, and so Eddie's whole thing is she's meant to go and pick up the pig, and when she gets there to pick it up, it's not there, and so she has to go and find the pig. It turns out it was just this old lady who is a regular in Starbucks that took it to teach her a lesson as, like, being her guardian angel, but, like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that whole thing was a bit odd. But eventually every everybody from, like, the whole book ends up in the Waffle House? No, in Starbucks. Do they? In Starbucks. Yeah. See, they should have ended up at the Waffle House. Yeah, like, it was all around the... did? Well, I don't know. Hang on, I'm just getting confused. Did Addie and Dory and Tegan actually even step foot in the Waffle House? No, maybe they don't at all. Because then it's meant to be all about the Waffle House. I know. What? I'm so confused because it it happens in the Waffle House in the movie and. Okay, they're definitely at Starbucks at the end. Yeah, yep, yeah, they're definitely at Starbucks. I just can't remember if they actually went to. And then like Tobin shows up as well and. Jubilee and Stuart and Angie. Yeah, like, and she's um, being called Angie, not the Duke at the end here. Yeah, the only person who's not in the final collaboration of people uh, is JP, isn't it? Yeah. What's, yeah. What's he doing? What's he up to? I don't know, because um, the Duke and Tobin are like on a date thing, so he can't uh, really tell yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So it was, yeah, it was fun how they kind of all ended up Yes. In the same place and all the stories kind of finally merge together because there are like characters who are woven through like you meet Jeb at the beginning on the train but he's actually in He's the main part of the third story of and... this yeah, of yeah. this story and yeah, and there's so there's all these little kind of connections. It was fun, it was just it was over really quickly and it's like, okay. We could have had more pages yes. on this unless of the pig. Yep. <laughs> as much as I like pigs. It was a little bit random. It just it was all about the pig, and so over overall, it was a bit um, meh. The story in itself, or the whole book. The whole book. 
Yeah, no, I think I gave it three as well. Like, it was an enjoyable and it was fun, but yeah. don't think about it too hard. I wouldn't read it again, but, like, it was fine and I didn't hate it. And then there's the movie. <laughs> and the movie, which has been released uh, this year by Netflix. So it's yes. a Netflix movie, um, which we both watched after we finished the book. And we have thoughts. I was like, why do I have so many little notes about the movie? And then I realized I've read it all on the next page. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so the movie. Yeah. Um, where do we start? Um, well, as soon as it started, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, well, this is very different already. Yeah. I kind of felt that they took, th- they like took the book, they took out the names of the characters, not all the characters, but like some of the characters, the main yeah. characters. They took out the pig and the waffle house, and then they threw away the book. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. There was a lot happening in the movie that was... Like, you could recognise it coming from the book, but not in an obvious way. No. If you hadn't read the book, it would be a fine movie. Yeah, exactly. if you've read the book, you're just sat there the entire time going, what is happening? That didn't happen. Exactly. That didn't happen either. That happened, but it was different. I'm so confused. Yes. Where, where where is the real Stuart? Yes, right. Because <laughs> uh, my friend had watched this before I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Is it is it good?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's like it's all right. It's like a good fun kind of fun Christmas movie. There's a Waffle House yeah. involved." And I was like, "Excellent, good." Read the book, and yeah. I was like, "All right, ready for the movie." Started watching the movie, and I was like, "This is so different." And I definitely would have liked the movie more if I hadn't read the book. Yeah, yeah. Because um, my mum watched it and she was like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And also, Tinfoil Woman? Oh yeah, okay, but out of all the things that were different, I liked Tinfoil Woman way yeah. better than Tinfoil Guy in the in the book. It made more sense. Yes. Not just because she was, it was a woman, but like the character, no matter what gender it was, yeah. just made more sense. Yeah. And also... It's, and, um, and actually got like involved in the story so much better than... The book version. Yes, like it was she she was an actual character rather than just Oh hey, Tinfoil Man's here. Yeah, exactly. Because Tinfoil Woman is yeah, Joan Cusack. Um and so she's amazing. Yeah, I think she was a lot more fun in the movie. And I guess she kind of played that that role when Eddie goes and tries to find the pig, even though the pig is like not a major thing in the movie. Yeah. Um, she kind of plays that kind of guardian angel type mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gives her life lessons about her cell phone and <laughs> boys and things. Yes. Yeah, like the the pig. If you weren't watching that slight moment that Dory dropped off Addie and pointed out the pig, you'll be like, why, why on earth has she brought her a pig? Yes. <laughs> because like... It's not really reiterated at all throughout the story no. of the movie. No. It's just two two mentions at the very start that oh they like pigs and then oh I bought you to show a pig show you a pig then suddenly it's like okay cool you bought her a pig for Christmas that's like a big responsibility well done it is it's a huge responsibility also is that was it a mini pig like was it gonna stay it was, that big it was a mini pig in the story I'm pretty sure it was a mini pig in the in the movie movie too. Or as implied to be, anyway. Okay, because I was like, pigs can get pretty big. 
I don't think it was a mini pig in the store, in the movie. Like, okay. a teacup pig. Yeah. Like it was in the book, but it was still a small pig. Who knows if it's going to stay that way, but they implied that it would. <laughs> That's true. I think my main, my main problem I had with this, the movie, was where is real Stuart? Oh my word. I'm so and with And his you. family. And like, that was like the, the best part, ignoring the creepy strangeness mm-hmm. of it all. That was the best part of the book, yes. was Stuart and his family. And they replaced him with some weird musician, pop star thing. Yes, and so that whole storyline, like Jubilee's storyline, her name isn't even Jubilee in the movie, is it? It's just Julie. It's just Julie. It's like, okay. So they take away, like, her cool name. And also, so she's still on the train, but there are no cheerleaders on the train. And she doesn't meet Jeb on the train. She meets Stuart on the train. And they see the Waffle House. They get out of the train. They go to the Waffle House. But Stuart's a famous singer. And instead of going to Stuart's house, because he's a famous singer and he doesn't have a house because he's spending Christmas in a hotel, they go to her house. Yeah. And instead of his crazy family, you have her sick mother and her granddad. What happened to the parents in jail thing? <laughs> well, I don't know. And the whole, like, the Floby, like, the, the village thing, they still did that. But they didn't call it the Floby village. Concept. It was, like, yeah. the elf village or whatever. The elf village, Yeah. Um, so that whole storyline, like, well, the, the main characters were similar, other than Stuart being a singer. Random. It was just like, they, um, they yeah. got rid of most of the story and just made it up. Yeah, they're like, well, let's just change this whole thing. Maybe they think, they thought there wasn't enough, like, big decision making for Julie. Because in the movie, she also has to decide whether she's going to go to Columbia because she got into the yeah. university, or if she's going to stay in small town America and look after her sick mum. Maybe they they thought it was the same as us, that it was creepy she was going to a stranger's house, so they changed it. Maybe. I wonder what Maureen Johnson thinks about that. If you saw a movie about that story as it was, it would be, like, everybody would be like, oh, that's a bit weird. Yes. So I understand why they changed it, but it's also like, that would have been the cutest story if you ignored the stranger part of it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, say... He was uh, a really old friend that they had that she hadn't seen in like years. Yes, yeah. If they like they actually knew each other, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, they went to like primary school together or something. Yeah, like they haven't seen each other in ten years, but they used to play together as a kid or something. Or like he and then she went yeah to his house and then the mum recognized her and stuff and that's fine. Yeah, that seems a bit like that's how you save a story like that. Not just totally change it. Yeah. Like, it was cute. Like, the movie version was cute. Yes. But in and of itself. Like, without the yes. book. Yes. It was so if you didn't cute. read the book, it would be adorable and it'd yeah. be so cute. I would have loved it. And yeah. yes. and it was funny how Stuart doesn't sing at all. And the only singing... He doesn't sing at all, does he? He does. At the start. Oh, at the very start. Yeah, but like... In, in relation to her, to oh, Julie, no. like, there's no singing involved. Like, there's a bit of dancing in old-time music yeah, um, with the granddad, but the singing happens with Tobin and Angie in the in the church. Also, how the heck does Tobin know how to play an organ? Organs are tricky instruments. Also, he's not the piano player. And he's not the piano Stuart player. Stuart is. I know, so... Well, real, real Stuart is. is. Yeah. Also, JP's character is very different in the movie because in the yes. book, it's like JP yeah. and the Duke slash Angie and Tobin and they're all friends and they're off to the Waffle House to find the cheerleaders. 
But in this one, it's Tobin and Angie and Keon, and then Keon goes to work at the Waffle House, which is fine because he does it in the book. Amazingly. Yeah. Um, but then JP is, like, just this extra additional guy who Angie has kind of, like, you know, make an eyes at or whatever. And then he kind of tags yeah. along. So, like, the the relationship type thing. The, the threesome three, kind of joins yeah. during the yeah. story. So they, kind of, they don't start off as, like, a collective group of friends. Yeah. It took me a while to realise that this was actually JP. Yeah, me too. Like, I know they would have said his name, but I didn't, like, connect it to the the character because I forgot the yeah. names and stuff like that. I, I just thought they got rid of his character entirely, like they did with Tegan. Yes. But the, but no, no, he was there and it was just different. Yeah. And... But I don't think I minded that aspect of it. No, yeah. no. I didn't really have any problems no. with that. It yeah. made sense and it didn't change like that much no. to bother me. What I did want to happen was, you know how Tobin like leaves JP and Angie in the in the church and he like gets given mm-hmm. the wise man outfit as they leave. Yeah. I was like sure he was going to be in the nativity play. <laughs> I was like, why is Tobin not in the nativity? Yes! I was waiting for him to pop up in that thing. Yeah, that was sad. But yeah, like, Tegan just doesn't exist. Yes, but Billy does. Like, who the heck is Billy? Was Billy in the book? Billy was the guy that the Duke was meant to be going to the dance with. Oh. One of the cooks. Yes. I'm pretty sure anyway. Yeah, I don't remember. I was like, who the heck is Billy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, the and manager. And then, like, he's been, like, gave this bigger, bigger yeah. role and Tegan doesn't exist. It's okay, like... Okay, good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Let's, let's accept this. Because, I don't know, Dory is now a bigger thing. I I was also confused about why Dory was having this big like lesbian story when that wasn't in the book and I'm like I'm not opposed to lesbian stories but like why did they remove so much of the book yeah. to then add this in it was a big thing to add in like it was a lot of storyline it was a lot of storyline to not be anything to do with but the book or we got that storyline instead of more pig we did which is probably good because I would prefer that over more pig. I feel like we needed a little bit more pig. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more pig to make sense of the pig being there. Or yeah. cut the pig altogether. But that does make sense that, yes, we would have got the, the weird cu- weird um, guardian angel pig-stealing lady instead, which I wasn't a fan of, so... No. Maybe this is fine. Maybe maybe this maybe it's fine. <laughs> and also, I really want to try, try a quaffle waffle. <laughs> A quaffle waffle, I know, that was so cute. Okay, so I was like counting all the the Harry Potter references. Yes. Because there was some in the book. There was only two though. But I loved yeah, it how was Dory like... was like one of the one of the dancers. How they're not cheerleaders, they're dancers and they don't they don't come off the train, they just are there. Yeah, they just at the appear. waffle house. They just appear at the waffle yep. house. Um but one of the dancers says, Isn't Harry Potter for children? And Dory's like, pretty sure it's universally beloved and I was like, universally beloved and I was like, Yes. Thank you, it is. Yes, yes. I did do like a little, woohoo, every time I had like a Harry Potter reference was made. Yeah, yeah. I was like expecting more to come and then it didn't. I was like, okay, Okay. I will accept the quaffle waffle. Just a couple, yeah, yeah. A quaffle waffle. (laughs) I want a quaffle waffle. I don't understand how it it is made, but I want one. Maybe it's just like, I don't know. I I feel like it's just like waffles like pinned together and then there's like like some kind of cream or or something inside. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could make one. We could. I'm sure we could. Okay. That's my Christmas. I imagine there'd need to be like 
like flexible ones, not like the big chunky ones. Yeah. That is all the notes I had. Okay, well, um, I would like to know, in the Waffle House at the end, Keon and Billy suddenly make it very, like, kind of festive in the Waffle House. Yes. How the hang did they make all those decorations that quickly? And where did they get all, like, the string from to hang all the, like, ketchup containers? Are you really questioning it? I am questioning it. Also, how Julie and Stuart, like, toboggan down the hill and then he falls off and she keeps going and nearly gets hit by like a truck or something and he like dives and pushes her out of the way there's no way that he could have got there that fast fast to save her i just remembered something Mm. in that jeb is like barely a character he's basically a zero character he's like she comes in, dumps a milkshake over his new girlfriend, and then rants at him and then leaves. And he's like, not a thing. Yeah, and, and yet like, she comes okay. back into the Waffle House later, so isn't that going to be awkward? Yeah, and but, but then she like meets the new guy. Yeah. Who finds his her pig, and it's like, wait. Oh, that's JP, yeah. That was JP, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yes. It's yeah. been a while since I watched Yes. Yeah, so like, she and JP are going to get together, and it's like... yeah. Clearly, because he found her pig. Clearly, yes. <laughs> Isn't that how couples normally get together? And they had a moment. <laughs> that's what that's what happens it in is. Christmas movies. Yeah. They have a moment, and now you must be yeah. get married. That's it. But that's, that's the thing. It's like, okay, then why... why? No, okay, it, it he does make sense about being in the store. I was like, why does he exist if that's just what's going to happen? But yeah, no. she has to get to the Waffle House and go through the whole tinfoil lady, and then... Yeah, who, no. That, that. Yeah. 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 It does make sense. It's just, he's very limited character. Yeah. So Tobin isn't quite what I imagined from the book, but he had the best lines in the movie. Like, there was just some that I wrote down. Like, he says, I'm nice on the ice. And he says, um, it looks like a text a baby would send. And um, have a great fun. <laughs> have a great fun. And I'm going to start using that. Have a great fun. <laughs> And now she's like, what are you wearing? And he's like, I'm a wise man. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> yeah, duh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, overall, it was quite funny and I enjoyed the movie. And it had good music. I like it how they fixed the Waffle House sign at the yes. end. That was quite yeah. cute. Okay. It, was, it was cute. It was really adorable. I did enjoy the movie more than the book if the book didn't exist. Yes. And that's the trouble with, like, trying to read the book before you watch a movie because you've already got, like, the book and that's what it should be. Yeah. And it's, like, fresh in your mind and then you go straight into the movie and it's like, uh. Yeah. They didn't do all these things. Maybe I'll watch it next Christmas and forget it existed and... Like, I wouldn't read the book again. But I might watch the movie again. Yeah, I don't think I'd watch the movie. Like, I don't think the movie would become one of my staple every Christmas no. kind of thing. But if somebody else wanted to watch yeah. it because they hadn't seen it and I happened to be yeah, there, I, I feel wouldn't like I, say I, no. I, I will watch it at least once like, more yeah, just sure. to make sure it was... <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Just like, if, like, next Christmas I will re-watch it again to see if I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. It wasn't just tainted by the book. I think that's it. I think, I think that's all. I think that's it, yeah. Cool. Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! Woo! Merry Christmas, everyone! Do 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 do, time for party! Do do do, and celebration! 
Egypt. Anyway, <laughs> let's stop that before I get into it too much. <laughs> and that's it for our last episode of the year. But don't you worry, we're not stopping. Catch us in the usual two weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, be sure to share with us what books you got for Christmas over on social media. Our Instagram is at Ransom Reviews Pod and our Twitter is at Ransom Reviews. Until next time, happy reading and Merry Christmas.